0: To Colin Bradley Artcast with Colin Bradley and Stephen Bradley. Hello and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley, and I'm Colin Bradley. How you doing,
1: Dad? I'm doing well, Steve. Yeah, yeah. Full of enthusiasm now. Now that we've broken into December, yeah, uh, ignoring all the all the nonsense that's going on around us thinking of Christmas, we went out yesterday, Mum and I, into our local uh, shopping centre and it was very Christmassy, Christmas decorations out, people buzzing around, which was lovely because yeah. a week before that, no one around there because all yeah. the shops were closed. But now, all the shops are open and uh, it was bustling. We had a takeaway coffee. Did you? Lovely. Mum and I, yeah, sat on the bench and had a cup of takeaway coffee from Costa Brilliant. So we enjoyed it. It was lovely. Uh, it was it was a nice little break, you know. So feeling a bit Christmassy at the moment. Mm.
0: Oh, same here. Yeah, we were we were around the uh, local shopping centre to us, and it, they've got Christmas stuff up and mm. and everything. Mm. And it's just yeah, it's it just really it's just so magical, you know. what I mean, even though it's you know it, it sort of doesn't. I for me that magic's never been lost. Really. When you when you no. go, and the first time you see those decorations up, uh, out and about, or you see Christmas lights up, you know, it's it's just, yeah, it's really nice. Um, That's right. We've got a Christmas, outside Christmas market in Bromley nearby, and there's sort of Christmas stalls and things like that, all outside going down the, the high street. So you, mm. you get the feel of when you're walking down there, you're going through like a little Christmas market, and there's food stalls Lovely. and things, and... um. Uh, what's they called it like games that you can play you know like outdoor like carnival type games and stuff mm-hmm. like that so it's yeah it's really nice it's really nice it's a good time of year
1: good good and it, it, it kicked off didn't it sort of um yesterday i suppose when everybody was suddenly free um of our four-week lockdown that we've had everybody's free and everybody goes out Wow, well, well, this is it
0: yeah oh it enthusiasm was really about. it was really busy mm-hmm. Mm. yeah
1: lovely to see
0: it was nice it was nice um anyway so we got a few things to talk about this week got a couple of questions a couple of emails that have come through that we're going to talk about and also uh, a picture that you'd finished last week that we didn't get to talk about we're going to talk about this week um but let's kick off with a couple of questions so Mm -hmm. the first one come from dan and dan says i have a potential podcast question that perhaps may benefit others. I was wondering what Colin's recommendations are regarding repeating projects. When I finish a painting or drawing, there are inevitably certain things that I have learned and I want to apply to the next time that I do the project. Should I do the project right away while those thoughts are fresh? Or should I do a few more projects and circle back at a later date? I definitely see myself doing those projects again as I really enjoy the subjects. So... What's your Mm. thoughts, Dad? I don't think we've covered this on a podcast. But what's your thoughts on going back and doing a project again, either straight after you've done it, when the the thoughts are fresh, when you've learned the lessons Mm. and you thought, ah, I could do that better now. Would you do it again or would you wait and do it again?
1: Well, personally, I would wait to do it. Um, What you could do, though, although I wouldn't necessarily do it, but it's a good thing if you feel happy with it is to actually make a note write them down do a little sort of message for yourself this particular part of this i didn't like or i should have used so and so and you know i didn't like the way that came up or whatever and whatever just giving a little sort of um synopsis of what you feel that you've done wrong put that to one side but the picture and i do something else the danger of doing it again is that it it could get boring you can't think oh i've already done this once. I get the same kind of feeling, although I'm doing it for a different reason. When I'm watching a picture that I've done back again because of the video, I needed to see uh, how it worked and whether I need to make any adjustments at all, you know, or tell you to when editing. Um, And I find that a bit boring. And I would be, it would be the same if I did it again. You know, you would have that kind of came same feeling that you'd get so uh, i have never done that i've never done what dan suggested i've never done a picture straight away after uh i usually would leave it quite some time before i did it again if i did it decided to do it again so that that's my recommendation i think it's probably um Everybody's got their own ideas what they should do, but uh, I would find it a bit tedious to actually repeat what I've just done.
0: And I imagine that the things that you've learned doing that picture will apply on another picture, you know, those thoughts stay with you. And um, Mm. if you do another picture that's similar, then you you can apply the same principles that you've Mm. learned to that one
1: absolutely i think certainly this would apply more to pastel pencils than anything else because with pastel pencils you've got the opportunity of adjustment as you go along uh limited though that may be hmm. so um i think that uh pastel pencils pretty straightforward that uh watercolor certainly wouldn't be yeah you you know and um, even colored pencil i don't think you'd be able to get away with that so much
0: yeah yeah, good point, good point. Okay, well, uh, as you say, each their own. Uh, you know, you can choose to do that if you wish. Um, but those are good good thoughts as well, Dad. Because um, there are things that you've done in the past that, you know, it's, but they've been like 20 years apart, you know, like recently the teddy bear mm-hmm. picture, you know, you did that, and then you did it again. But you also changed that. it as well. <laughs> it's a bit different, isn't it, I suppose? That's right. When you've mm-hmm. revisited something for a long time after um, absolutely you would have transformed your ability totally wouldn't you so
1: that's right bit oh different. yes well to be honest when I looked at the picture the, the second teddy bear it didn't really look any different to the first one mm. so I can't say I actually learned anything <laughs> but you know I, I didn't because but I, I treated it differently certainly the um the, the paper for one thing was different. When you're working on en grey paper and you're working on pastelware paper, you've got a different effect, anyway. So you have to think slightly differently. Mm-hmm. But no, I don't. think As I say, the, the sub, that subject and that query wouldn't come up with me. I don't think. I don't think I'd think about that. I would think that if I if there's something I didn't quite like about it, I would think, right, next time I do something similar i will remember that Mm. and i do and i have
0: Mm. well that's yeah that's interesting i think if anyone out there wants to chime in and, and say what they've done and if they've redone projects and their experiences we'd be happy to hear those and share them on next week's show to to anyone else that's finding this interesting or maybe wants to see what others have done um mm. yeah, do let us know. Keep us posted. Uh, but thanks for the question, Dan. It was a good one. And like I said, I don't think we've covered that before in the past. So good one. Uh the next question I have is from Rob. And Rob said, Is the grey pad, the Fabriano pad, suitable for soft pastels? Um now soft pastels are quite messy, as you have said to us mm. many times, Dad. And Mm -hmm. what's your opinion on soft pastels going straight onto the Fabriano on gray?
1: Well, they work. Okay. You can do it because it's pastel. It's a pastel paper. I I personally wouldn't use it. um, Myself. I would use something a little um, grittier. Um, The pastel mat's ideal and similar papers of that kind. Uh, even sandpaper people you know very fine sandpaper people have used it's just you want a bit more grip if you need to ha- you need- whereas onre doesn't do that works fine for the pastel pencil it's ideal for that but I don't think the soft pastel work quite as well you could do it no problem but it there's, there's better papers out there for soft pastel we are talking about soft pastel not stick pastels. The difference between stick pastels and soft pastels is soft pastel is literally soft. It crumbles away when you're using it, um, whereas stick pastels are hard. Like using a pastel pencil, except a little bit more pigmentation and a little bit smoother, you can you can add more to it. And that's why pastel pencils and stick pastels work together. Pastel pencil and soft pastels doesn't necessarily work together so well i don't think and uh, i've not used them like that except for backgrounds which i've done many times before you've got a different you're looking at a different type of effect you're, you're trying to achieve for that mm.
0: what about stick pastels straight onto the grey? then you've mentioned before that sometimes you can mark the paper if you're not careful because mm. it's it's mm. harder and you can scratch it you,
1: you can that's something you've got to be careful with here yeah. but you as, as you know I don't do that. I put a pastel pencil on first to give me a a, a ground colour, uh, th- and then use a stick pastel. You wouldn't get the marking so much with a soft pastel, though. If you use soft pastel directly onto on grey paper, that would smooth in better. Mm-hmm. But, you, but would it, f-
0: you would be you, you don't f- get the grip out. though you would yeah you would find it hard to put pastel pencil on
1: top of that because it's oh no you wouldn't you wouldn't do it you'd scrape it off if you did that you can't you can't mix you can mix what you can do is you can put pastel pencil on you can then put stick pastels on top of the pastel pencil and you can put soft pastel on top of that but you if you do it the other way around it won't work because the soft pastel is so soft that as soon as you scrape it with a pastel pencil it just comes off I know people in the past, and when I first started out with the pastel pencils, used to I, people used to use the pastel pencil for detail. They they do their pictures in pastel, soft pastel, and then they use the pastel pencil for detail. And that was the one of the things that uh, people said to me: "Oh, I don't use them for drawing. I, I just use them for um, filling in, mm. putting little highlights in eyes and all sorts of things." What about if you're using pastel mat, um,
0: can you put, because the texture is different, can you put pastel pencil Mm. over the top of soft pastel on pastel mat?
1: Yes, more, more, yes. I I don't necessarily do that, but you could do. Mm. Yes, because it would grip. You've got a better, uh, the the actual grit on the, the fine grit on the, the pastel mat is capable of doing that. Yep, you can do that. Again, I wouldn't necessarily do it, but you could do it.
0: Hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's really interesting. The other thing I was going to say about the soft pastel, um, scraping it off, could you put soft pastel on, say, the Fabriano paper um, and then fix it and then put pastel pencil on top of that? Or would you still scrape it off?
1: Yes, no, it'd be bit, that would be easier to do. Yeah. I, again, I wouldn't, but you could. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Well, there's a few options there, but that was good. That's good. I hope that's helped uh, people out there because I found that quite interesting myself. Um, okay. Let's move on to what you've been doing this week then, Dad. So we were just touching upon uh, a picture that you, uh, that you did last week because um, there was two that you'd done. Uh, so let's talk about this second one. Do you want to tell everyone what, what it is?
1: Well it's a heron, and uh, I, when I looked at that, I as I said last week, I thought, can I could I do that? But because I got so much confidence now with the pictures I've done, I thought, yes, I think I probably could because when you look at the picture that you're trying to, to achieve, you think of it, how could I do that? Well your memory switches back to all of those other pictures you've done. I did that on this and I did that on the other and I know it works like that. You can put light over dark, you you know and you have an understanding really of the medium and how it works, how the shadow pictures and those four colours work Mm -hmm. so when I looked at the heron I could see that, I could see I, I could use the, especially on the lower part of the heron where you've got the feathers going very light feathers going on top of dark now we've said you can't put light over dark but you can with a shadow picture and those four colours you can do that as long as you know what you're doing and you only know what you're doing if you've done it before got me so uh, when I looked at the hair and I thought I think I could do it but I wasn't absolutely sure never am I thought, well, I'd give it a go because it's going to look great if I can do it and pull it off. And I did. And you can see it. And uh, that subsequently led me to the next picture, which we'll be talking about next week. Um, Again, similar sort of ideas. And I only did that picture because I'd done the heron. And I saw what I could do. You see what I mean? And also the hair... Um, in portraits I've done, things that it, every picture that I do has a kind of a step up to the next one. Mm. And that's what people will find. If certainly if they did it in the rotation that I've done them, when I first started the first one with the girl and just shadow and hair, basically, that's was all it was, and I've stepped it up from there to the next one, then to the next one, and then to the, and there's, that progression has been a great journey for me and a great learning experience too. Mm. But when you jump, if you jumped from the girl that I'm talking about to the heron, you probably have a problem because you wouldn't have that experience to be able to fall back on. Mm.
0: So are these more difficult than the portraits then, these animals that you're doing? These, yes, uh, I would say they are.
1: Um, well I would say they probably are yeah They're both certainly the heron and, and the last one I've done yes I would say they were more difficult than, but, you've got a different you've got a different kind of effects you're looking for if I look back on the picture that uh, I did that we showed last week with a girl um, that was hard because you had certain effects you had to create and people will see it when they look at it eventually they they get to see it and see that it it doesn't work to start with at all it's only when you apply those um, subtleties that i've learned over the period of doing them it's only when you apply those that suddenly it changes but at one point in time it doesn't and it was the same with the heron and it and it was the same with the last picture i've done you've got you get to a point where it doesn't look right and i do mention this when i'm filming it i say, you know folks this, i know it doesn't look right but believe me it will and it does
0: what, what what's not looking right then do when you're doing it what are you seeing that's different
1: build up it's building up because you're working on primarily or just working on two colors. That's the light gray and the brown gray. As I've said before, the black is impound and it gives you the drama. The light, the white gives you the other way, the other spectrum, light and dark. Mm. Uh, But the the gray, the two grays, that's the brown gray and the um, light gray. Those are the two colors that chiefly create the effects that we've got. And it's working those two together, knowing that you've got to put your base colors on and you've got to build enough base color up. Otherwise, it's not going to work. Mm. And, uh, and all of this is, it's a wonderful learning experience. I, I, and if you were to see and I was to show you some of the pictures that I've got lined up, you blow your mind. I'm, I'm looking at things now completely differently. If I'm looking at a picture um, the other day, I would never have attempted it to start with. I wouldn't wouldn't even dream of doing it. But now, because I've had the experience that I've had over the um, last two or three months, I now know that I actually can achieve that color tone—not color so much as tone—and there's tones in this one of these pictures that I'm going to do. Is phenomenal and uh, I don't I wouldn't have but as I say, I wouldn't have believed I could actually do it but now I know I can do it
0: that's amazing that's amazing it is it is isn't it mm. so do you think then if if people because those that have been following from the beginning and as we have released these they would have been doing them in the order that you would have been doing I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure um, mm. then they will have the confidence. But would you say that the differences in those earlier pitches mm. to now that they demand a bit more confidence, maybe in, um, skill is involved in that maybe as well, but with the Heron mm. and the fact that you're attempting these more challenging pitches, it's because you've had the confidence from the previous pitches to do that. Right. So if people start off with those earlier pitches um, and then move on to these more challenging pitches, it's the confidence that they would have gained
1: without doubt, that's exactly what's happening. We can see it because we're getting an awful lot of pictures coming in now. They're flooding in. I, I, I said to um, to your mum, it must be two or three weeks ago, I said, you know, we're getting at least one or two pictures a, a day coming through. Now. They're flooding in now. Mm. <laughs> we're, not, we're not just getting one or two, we're getting half a dozen, eight, nine a day. Now, this is quite remarkable I think but you can see in those pictures I can see where people have picked up on the subtleties that I've mentioned and I, I'm gobsmacked at some of them coming in now I really am, they are so good mm. uh, I can't, can't believe that these are amateur artists to be fair yeah. uh, but it, it's I, I'm afraid it's got to be down to the pastel pencil itself is a great learning experience i did say this right in the beginning and i used to tell my students that if you go down the pastel pencil route it teaches you every stroke almost you you learn something it doesn't happen with other mediums i've seen watercolor people um that that have been doing it for years still making the same errors you see it in the pictures You can't get over a certain, you get to a certain point, you just can't go beyond that, unless you're really, really good, you know, or great, got a great talent. Oil, to a certain extent, is the same. And so is acrylic. You don't see any advancement, really, with those pictures of the artists that are doing them. They still had the same. I used to go to a lot of exhibitions, local exhibitions here in Broadstairs with local artists. And, you know, they'd come along and they'd show all their pictures, but they they all look the same to me. They don't. And you could see every picture I'd look at. I could see the same. When I say fault, I shouldn't find fault with them, but I can see things that they could have improved upon. And they haven't because of the medium itself is so hard
0: so would you say that the pastel pencils is just more exposing it's more it's more obvious where you could improve so therefore people can see it Mm. better
1: well you can adjust them as you know i was amazed and i don't think i would if i was been still with watercolors and people just said to me can you teach me watercolors i wouldn't have been able to do it because my policy used to be and right up until fairly recently, I gave up uh, workshops. I could go into a picture and say, Look, do you see what you've done here? Let me just show you something. And I can manipulate the pastel pencil. And now, uh, I can't believe what I've just done. It's the pastel pencil, the way you can manipulate it, you can change things. I did, very, very rarely did I rub anything out, use an eraser. Occasionally you do, but very, very rare. I could actually manipulate it. I could say, look, if we use this colour and we did this colour and we move that and and change that. And they were even on portraits that people done, I could do it. I, I, it, I tell you what, I would start videoing everything because if I had a metal uh, video that people could look at it, how on earth did you change that? And Bear in mind, when I had workshops, I had 14 people in a workshop, and they they all did the same subject, right? We used to have a particular subject. And I used to go around all those 14 people now, and at the end of the day, when they showed their pictures, you used to hold them up, you know, take a picture of them, photograph of them. They all looked the same, but all looked different because they'd been different approaches. Yeah. But they all looked superb now that's not possible it wouldn't be possible in watercolour wouldn't be possible in oil
0: the consistency but because we are, you mean between people's work yeah Yep.
1: Yeah, yeah and the fact that i could go around every one of them well, quite a few times during a, a workshop and say look let me show you how to do this now now do it that way and they do it and it will work You see what I mean? But but it's only because it's the pasta pencil that that, uh, gives you that capability. And we can see that now in people's work. Um, As long as you get the the drawing right, I've always said that, if you get the drawing right, if you get the drawing wrong, don't don't matter how clever you are, you're not going to get it right. You've got to get the the detail correct, especially in animals or people. If you get a wonky eye or um, a nose that's twisted too far, it's never going to do... You're never going to do anything with it because you're following that uh, original line drawing. But, you know, pastel pencil, as I say, has been a a godsend, really, for the amateur artist to be able to do work and, if necessary, erase it. But I don't think many people do erase. I think they can work the pencils to make them um, put whatever they've done right Mm
0: lovely lovely i've i've been zoned out just listening to just listening to you talk i've been i have been i felt like an audience member just listening to you talk about that then for a second and just really enjoying hearing you talk about all of mm. those things i think that's um i just didn't even i didn't even think i was hosting this world well, co-hosting this podcast i was sort of just so mm. focused in i wonder if anyone else listening was just so focused in like gripped on what you were saying there it's mm. really interesting mm. Well, really I, I think
1: probably, Steve, it's 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 true. You see, we're putting. It's a true thing. It's something that's, that actually does happen. Has happened. So I'm just relating those experiences.
0: Hmm. Lovely, lovely. Okay. Well, a good podcast. We'll uh, we'll leave it there for this week. Um, next week we'll talk about the other picture that you've yeah, been teasing well, look, us with.
1: Look, look forward to that one. I think um, <laughs> that's going to be we can talk about what happened halfway through it. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> yes. I <will> love that. <laughs> yeah. We've got a story to share with that, that people will find really interesting. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that on the subject next week, but in the meantime, look out for, for more projects, uh, coming to the website, this Heron, all the, the shadow pictures we've been talking about, they are coming. We are, uh, working on them and they will be up. So people will be able to, to try them all. Um, excellent. All right, we'll leave it there for this week. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley.
1: Enjoy Enjoy your week. week.